Hello and welcome. I'm Bryn Edwards and this is WA Real. This is the first episode of what will be many more to come. In order to kick things off, I'm going to start by introducing myself, talking a bit more about my background and where I'm from. Then I'll talk more about WA Real, what it is and what it's aiming to achieve. WA Real, in essence, is about authentic and real conversations. So I'll also talk more openly and honestly about my journey to this point and why I've begun WA Real. So who am I? As I said, my name is Bryn Edwards. I'm 42 years old, obviously a male, and I don't think there's anything particularly special about me. I'm just like anybody else. I have a wonderful girlfriend who I actually met in the ocean in, on Leighton Beach, and I have a beautiful 10-year-old daughter. As you can tell, I was originally born in England. I first came to WA in 2003 on a holiday and immediately fell in love with it. I was really drawn to the place. I was drawn to the beaches and the ocean. I was drawn to the people. They seemed very laid back and very, very entrepreneurial as well. It was an exciting place. Um, it was before the oil and gas boom. So it seemed a little bit more straightforward, but it was still a fantastic place. I remember actually sitting on the plane, um, sitting on the plane leaving the Perth tarmac and actually at the age of 29 having tears in my eyes. I, uh, I vowed to myself that, um, I would live in WA and, um, when I had kids that I would raise them there. It just seemed the perfect place to raise kids. I first, I actually came and lived here in, uh, and moved over here in 2010. And since then, um, I came over with work and, like many other people, rode the oil and gas boom into town. Since then, I've become a citizen of Australia. Um, I would have happily become a citizen of WA only. Um, but uh, I happily call Western Australia my home now. So let's, uh, let's just have a little discussion about my history. So in the, I did a degree in psychology in, in England. During my 20s, I did quite a lot of uh, traveling and exploring around the world. I came to Australia. I did rugby tours to Canada. I went to India and South America. And in the background to this, I uh, had an enjoyable career in uh, motorsports event management. After a period of time, this started to wear a bit thin and I wanted some more from life. So I returned back to university to do a master's degree in business psychology. Uh, I was really fascinated by uh, people in the workplace and, and what drives them. It's, uh, I've always had somewhat of a fascination with people. I think it's uh, because more I understand about people, the more I get to understand about myself. And it all, both are a bit of a mystery at times. After, after successfully passing the master's degree, uh, I embarked upon a career in uh, management consultancy. Uh, if I look back now, why, why did I get into management consultancy? It was on one level, it was a bit of a career abdication move. Um, consultant means that you can be quite generalist in, in things and, but also means that you get exposed to a lot of, uh, a lot of business situations quite quickly. Um, it, it's quite a generalist term, business, uh, consultant. And often, uh, well, my father once quizzed me about this and the best way I can answer it was, what do I do for a living? I bring order into chaos and I get shit done. Um, I've, over the years, at the start of the career, 
I really enjoyed, uh, I really focused on training and coaching. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the human connection of that part and helping people to learn and learn about how they learn and learn how to get a bit more enjoyment out of their work. Soon after that, though, I, I started to take on more and more responsibility and became responsible for projects and change programs and, and that sort of standard stuff. Uh, I developed a talent at it, and on one level, I enjoyed it. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, after a, Once we got to about 2010, um, as I said earlier on, the oil, I rode the oil and gas boom into town and finally realized my goal of being able to live and work and uh, raise my daughter in Western Australia. I soon started to work as a consultant for Chevron and then later as a, as a contractor until that ended in 2015. I guess being a consultant, um, I've always, it's always been fun to add value and get involved with business problems, but it always felt like I was a bit removed. And I come from a family of strong entrepreneurs, my father and my grandfather and the, the guys before them. They've always been very entrepreneurial and I've been the first one in the family to actually have a PAYE job, actually. Um, and I still feel that um, I'm sort of letting the family down a bit by that. And, uh, and now as I'm getting older, I'm being more and more drawn to the entrepreneurial way, as I'll explain a bit further. Outside work... Um, I played rugby until I was about 24 and then um, I crossed over to endurance sports. In fact, I once got quizzed. I think it was the first time I came to Western Australia. I got quizzed by a 12-year-old as to what do I do when I'm not at work. And uh, I was quite embarrassed to, uh, as the only thing I could really come up with was go to the gym and the pub. With this embarrassment, I decided when I got back to England that I was going to do my first triathlon. And that started... Um, uh, a fantastic uh, journey into endurance sports and testing my body and, and really putting myself in situations where I can test my body and my mind and really dig deep and having to learn more and more about me myself. So soon the triathlons, we got bigger and bigger. I started to do more cycling and I started to do open water swimming in the UK. Uh, I quite prided myself on, on getting in, in the open water at very frosty times of the year. Since moving to Western Australia, I've been so drawn to the ocean. It is something um, magical, mystery, fearful, scary about it. And I've really, really started to engage with with, with the ocean. And I've, I've done quite a lot of swimming in it, um, having crossed over to Rocknest a few times in various formats. I, I really enjoyed the, the endurance challenge of... I've always found it, as I said earlier on, it, it's putting myself in situations where I have to dig deep and ask questions of myself, and then I find new answers. Um, something I enjoy, some, some people don't. Um, I've always said that you, you've got to want to find a place in yourself to want to do something like that. I remember crossing the um, finishing line of my very first triathlon and my brother-in-law standing there saying to me, Oh, I don't know how you've done that. And I, I looked around to him and said, you could do this. Um, you just need to find something in yourself. And uh, he certainly found something as he heads off to his first Ironman next year. So what is, uh, what is WA Real? And what, what, what is the podcast going to be? As I said, it's going to be open and real conversations. 
with people here in Western Australia and people who are visiting Western Australia. Um, I, I really want to find out what is their relationship with Western Australia before digging further into their story. Um, my history with podcasting is, 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 um, is only, I've only been into podcasts myself for about a year. Um, there's one in particular that I've been drawn to, um, which I first found London Real. And it's upon that sort of format that I'm basing WA Real. Um, there's lots about London Real that, um, has, has drawn me in. And from within months of, of watching it, I started, it started to pick up something started to pick away at me. And it's like, you could do that. You could do that. You could do that. And then since that, um, the host Brian Rose, who's a fascinating character. And, um, I'm very fortunate in the fact that he and his team are actually, um, stewarding the development, the initial development of WA Real through, through their course, which I'm going through. Um, from, from London Real, there was a, a challenge laid down to set up other reels out there. And since then, there's become a very successful Vancouver reel. And when they reached their hundred episode and I watched that and I saw those brothers, the Zambrero brothers, uh, on Brian's show, that was, that was it. I, I was like, I've got to do this now. There's, there's something about it. There's something about connecting with people that, um, made, made me want to do this. Um, so what is, what is it about? Like I said, open and real conversations with people that are either live or are visiting Western Australia. Um, it's not necessarily about what these people are doing. And, and I want to, I, I want to go and bring in conversations with all sorts of people, whether they are entrepreneurial, entrepreneurs, business, sportsmen, community leaders, indigenous community leaders, um, uh, politicians, figures, everyday Joe. I don't really, I don't really care where they're from. What I really want to get dig into is the story. I want to understand not what they've done, how they've done it, how they've made that change. Where did they get themselves? What were the stories they were telling themselves? What was the, where were they? I want to, I want to um, reveal the, the human story behind things, something that we can connect to. I find, um, I find Australian media a bit, a bit vacuous. Um, I find a lot of it to be, uh, yeah, pretty empty and, and quite a lot of it is aimed at the lowest common denominator. And, and so I chose to switch off a lot of that, um, quite a few years ago. I hope that WA Real will provide, will provide something human that people can connect to and, and that it's aimed at a higher common denominator, something that we, we can, we can see in ourselves and, and we can actually listen to the story and rather than it just being a nice story or an inspirational story, I, I want to understand how. So somebody who watches this can actually take something away and actually resonate with it and, and start to accept things in their life and take action in their life. Some of the stories will be of, of great success and I'm sure some of the stories are not going to be that great. And as I said, it'd be a variety of background. I have some lofty goals for the podcast. Um, I want it to play a role in, in providing that little spark or inspiration for somebody to turn things around, to really find themselves in the story and wake up to themselves and, and start to live with a lot less regrets and, and move forward so we can start to be all we can be. I'm often asked 
certainly recently since I've um, begun to uh, put this podcast up, uh, together is why am, why am I doing this? And really it's a, it's a selfish and selfless reason both at the same time. The selfish thing is you know, I'm a nosy parker. I, I, I want to know what people are up to. Uh, I like to dig into people in, in conversation. I, I like to know why somebody thinks like they do. I want to, if somebody's got something successful or they, they, they've been through something that, that's similar to me and they've come out the other side and it, and it all looks good. I want to know how they got there. How did they turn things around? How, how did they, what were the thought processes or the decisions or, or the approaches or practices that they, that they did and, and can they work for me? I, uh, I think also in there, there's, there's a real, there's a real thing about me wanting to connect. I, I, I'm not the sort of person who, uh, does like chitter chatter and, and, and bullshit cocktail party conversation. I, I like to have a proper conversation with someone. I like to feel connected, like there's a proper exchange and that we're actually having a, uh, what I refer to as a, a relationship conversation rather than just a transactional one of just passing facts around. I, li- I like to know why somebody thinks something's good or, or not or where they sit on it because there's too much surface stuff here. And certainly, as I said earlier on, there's a lot of surface stuff in that, in, in, in the modern media in Australia today. On the selfless part, if I can go on this journey and pull out this knowledge, then it's not just for me. It's to share it with others. I believe, uh, right from an early age, I, I believe that we we make life unnecessarily hard for ourselves, and I I constantly try and find ways of of making life simpler and more straightforward and more productive and and, and what have you and and just more fun as well. There needs to be more fun in life and um, and humour at life. And I just think that if I can surface this through these stories, then let's capture them and then put them out there and, and share that. And this is, this is focused, uh, at uh, WA Real for, for the people in Western Australia. It's not exclusive to that. You know, it's on the internet. Anyone around the world can listen to it. And I hope they do. Um, but I really, I really hope that people here in WA, we find, I find flesh out a tribe through this and, and because they're the kind of guys and girls that I want to hang out with. I, I want to put this out there and, and find these stories and, and dig into them. And then if there are people out there that think, think the same way as I do and, and approach things the same way or have the same curiosity that I do and, and they can, and it adds value to their life, then then we can start to identify ourselves and we can get together because I'm, you know, I'd love to hang out with these people. And, and who really, who, who really would benefit from listening to WA Real? Well, it's anyone who's getting a bit restless, anyone who's questioning the script of life, who's, whose life's changing around them, has been, may have been left behind by the oil and gas boom, much like myself, or, or is feeling a bit empty at work. Or, or in their lives generally, they're starting to question and they want to make changes and things are not quite right, whether it's changes with work, whether it's changes with friends or things that they do, the pursuits, the, 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 the relationship they're in. But if they want to 
not necessarily change it to change its state, but change it to upgrade it and up the game in those areas. Um, yeah. Reflecting um, more openly and honestly about how I've got to this point in 2013, um, coming up to being 20, 39 even, um, life started to change quite abruptly for me. I started making some decisions that were influenced by drives I couldn't quite understand. Um, I started to do different things and and. Uh, things that were important to me yesterday were not the next day and before I knew it I I soon became the poster boy for a cliche midlife crisis Um, shortly after this I I, I left my daughter's mother and really uh, didn't really shower myself in glory during that point and um, and after this I I really entered a period of um, confusion and maelstrom of emotions there's a lot of shame and guilt and and also having moved all the way um from my family uh and and my friends uh, many who or all of whom are still in the uk i was was very alone and um this uh this period was challenging to say the least it's uh it was very confronting um it's hard. Um, yeah, I felt a shell of myself. I questioned all my values. I, yeah, I, it was tough. And yeah, and then at the end of 2015, um, still very much in this, in this same sort of stuck, confused, um, fear laden. I was very fearful. At the end of 2015, I was made redundant by Chevron, which it was right at the end of November, start of December, which as anyone here in WA will know, December and January is not exactly the best time of year to go and find another job. However, the timing of this was fantastic. Um, it forced me to be present with myself. And it's during this time that everything started to turn around for me and and started to, I felt like I'd got to the bottom of the pit and now things were starting to turn around. And, and, And it was quite, it was very challenging. This is where it all began to turn. Um, I started to realize how caught up in, in, in the programming and scripts that we take on that we take on as we as we leave school and become young adult adults and then we go into the working life and then we move on and we take more on and we take more on and we don't we seldom sit back and and, and look and go is this really where I want to go is this is this is this what was on the brochure for life when I when I left university or school um, and and you realize in in that time, what I what I referred to as my self funded long service leave, it actually went on for four months. In that time, um, I was really faced with how stuck in these programs were, that I had become, and now that they slipped away, um, nine to five work, chasing the money, 
trying to sort the rent out, trying to pay for this, trying to pay for that, all the, all of the stuff that we're all faced with every day. But faced with that sliding away from just a few months, just a few months, I suddenly realized just how caught up we become and how we start to tell ourselves convenient truths, um, throughout so we can move through life. Um, but really it's exactly these stories that we tell ourselves that lead us away from ourselves. And I think there's definitely something there around, um, you can move as far away from yourself as you can with these stories and this job and this bonus or this thing that you're, you're chasing. But after a period of time, you, it will, it will realign. It will bring you back. And I came back with a snap, quite a painful snap. And yeah, I think it's, it's a lot about that that is driving me in the, in these podcasts and, and the desire to do this. I want to understand other people's stories. I'm, I'm by no means got this sorted. This is, this is just an, um, an awareness to me at this point. And, um, I want to go forwards and understand what were the stories that other people were telling themselves? What, when everything was going strange around them or, or when people were successful, what were the stories that people are telling themselves and how close to reality was it? Was it, was it a convenient truth or a convenient lie that we tell ourselves or were they really grasped into reality and in themselves? During this time as well, I trained for my first solo swim to Rotnest and that in itself, um, was an amazing experience that forced me to be extraordinarily present with myself. It also forced me to be extremely present with this concept of fear. I started to spend more time swimming in the ocean and more time I was spending in it, the more I started to swim a little bit further off the coast. Now, as we all know, uh, certainly thanks to the West, um, there is a, there is the presence of sharks. Now I'm not going to tell you that I'm some sort of non shark fearing person, quite the contrary. But one of the things I found was that, um, and, and it's not just sharks, it's the big open ocean. It's, it's so big and scary. But what we find is that we start to get, we start to layer on our fear. We, we get, we get scared of being scared of being scared. There's the, there's the fear of seeing a shark, let alone being bitten one. But then there's the fear of the fear of seeing a shark. And then there's the fear of the fear and it gets layered and layered. And during that period of time of swimming, those those layers just disappeared till there was just the primal fear of 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 being uh, encountering something in the ocean. So I think it's very much around these podcasts are, are very much around taking the learnings from this, understanding the stories, understanding what people do. It seems to it seems to me to bring all of the, all of the past and all of my work and 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 all of my history um together and so i can embark on this great journey of hopefully meeting some cracking people um because there are so many great people in western australia i listen to so many great stories and and it's just got to the point certainly since i've started thinking about the podcast it's just so many more stories i I meet and i just think oh that that would that's awesome i would just love other people to hear that because there's so much in there for people to take and and so this is what I really want to uh, build here. My ambitions for the next 12 months is, is, is to get some momentum into WA Real, Real and, and what it's all about. Um, I want to get it to the point of momentum where we're drawing guests in 
and likewise we're drawing an audience in and then from that i want to flush out a try i really want to meet the people that have the similar drive to make the changes in their life and, and take some ownership of it and understand what's going on accept it and then see it for what it is and then make changes whether they're big or small they don't have to be massive changes they could be just 10 small things that just add up to a lot um, I really want to flush that tribe out. I also want to be able to draw pe- similar people who want to get involved with WA Real. Um, I'm starting this by myself, but by no means is this a solo effort. And if there's anybody out there that wants to get involved, um, whether it's technically advice, marketing, I, I don't mind. Just get in touch and come and help. So that's pretty much me at this point. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to pause. I'm going to stop it there. You're going to find out a lot more about me. Um, my way, my view of things and um, my sense of humor as we go further on this journey. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Um, I think this is the start of some great stuff and, um, join, tell your friends, especially if they're, um, getting a bit restless too. Share this with anybody you know and, um, let's go forwards.